Welcome to the Brew Crew Review Podcast, the show by fans or fans of your Milwaukee Brewers. All right, Brewer fans, welcome to the Broker Review Podcast. I'm Craig, and joining me today, we've got Vince and Scott, the full crew. How are you guys doing? Hey, Craig. Hey, Scotty. Almost the full crew. Chad's still not here, it's, but I don't he, know if he's going to happen or not. Yeah, Chad might be on, I'm sure. We're, we're missing Brandon. Still, too. That's true. Three for five, yeah. though. Solid. Yeah. Yeah. All right, well, let's talk about uh, your 2021 Milwaukee Brewers, which are, as of this podcast, it's September 9th, and they have a 12-game lead in the NL Central. I have to kind of do a double take of the standings because I really can't believe it. Um, so um, at this point, I guess we're on pace to um, win nearly 100 games, which is pretty exciting. Um, but uh, obviously the Brewers look like they're going to be making the playoffs for – the fourth consecutive season, a club record. Uh, what are you guys' thoughts on the season so far? I mean, what can you say, Craig? It's been awesome. Uh, it's just been an exciting team to watch. And I know that offensively the team started off a little slow, but, you know, after, as we've discussed before, um, after acquiring Willie Adamas, it's just been like a completely different team. And, you know, one thing that's really struck me with this Brewers team compared to, you know, maybe some other years is that you really can never count them out of uh, coming back and winning a, a game. Um, I know on one of our previous shows, we talked about the Brewers comeback against the Cubs after being down seven to nothing in the first inning um, and ended up winning by seven runs. But um, I'll also count that game uh, over the weekend uh, against the Cardinals where the Brewers had a walk-off grand slam after being down, you know, five to one heading into the ninth. Just, you know, you can never count this team out. It's just incredible. Never give up. Yeah, it's pretty ridiculous. I know you guys – I know our fans are probably sick of us saying this every year since we started this podcast, but yeah, it looks like the Brewers are a really good team again, going to make the playoffs again. Uh, one of the best teams in baseball again, uh, possibly record-wise the best Brewer team in franchise history. I guess that we'll see how that kind of plays out. Yeah. But um, definitely the best starting rotation that the Brewers have ever had. I mean, it, it's so weird. Like we're, you try not to take it for granted, but it's just absolutely amazing how, um, j- just how great this team is. I mean, it's unbelievable, really. Yeah, and, and we got our three-headed monster at the rot- at, you know, to lead off the rotation and our back end of the bullpen. But um, I actually think a lot of credit at this point deserves to go to not only offense and guys stepping up and key roles and and exceeding expectations, guys like Urias and Adamas and Rowdy Telez and. Uh, Colton Wong, I'll even throw in there, but um, really our back end of the rotation has been a key to me uh, of our success. It's just been unbelievable to see guys like Adrian Hauser and Eric Lauer and, and Craig, uh, I know you've been talking about it for years, but Brett Anderson just, you know, really picking up a lot of slack uh, and, and throwing incredibly well. There's never a game where I see, you know, the lineups or the Brewers um, opponent and think that we don't have a chance to win. And that's a very new a new feeling for this franchise in many ways. Well, I mean, you guys talk about, you know, obviously our big three pitchers, and then uh, if you want to really count, uh, trying to limit their innings, we're actually pitching six, six or more starting pitchers. But if you want to even look at, obviously, Eric Lauer, Adrian Hauer, Hauser, and 
Brett Anderson, you're looking at our, our four through six members of our rotation, which basically, if you would have put them on, if you take away Ben Sheets and put them on any team from like 1993 through 2007, they may be our three best pitchers in any of those rotations throughout those years. So pretty incredible, um, the depth of our pitching. And, and again, the acquisitions that the Brewers have made all throughout the season have really helped contribute and, and, and beef up the offense, which I think is now more than adequate. And um, and even just the depth that we have there, like it really seems like we can miss a guy like Willie Adamas or even Eduardo Esquire have both missed a little bit of time recently and really not miss a beat because of someone like Louis Urias, who's just so versatile and been able to plug in anywhere um, and other, other guys. So, I mean, it's pretty phenomenal. I also want to give, you mentioned the ultimate walk-off grand slam by well, – <laughs> Daniel Vogelbach, which obviously, as Scott pointed out via text, is easily the game of the year for the Brewers so far. But, I mean, especially against the Cardinals, so sweet. But, um, but what I was going to mention about that is, like, just look at Dan Vogelbach's year as a 2020 Milwaukee Bird. He had the offseason thinking that, you know, if the NL adapted the DH, he'd probably have a role on this team. They did not do that. He still squeezed himself on the roster somehow. Then he thought, well, in order to get any playing time, I'm going to have to learn how to play first. And then even then, I'll probably get overtaken by Kesson Hira for playing time. Well, that really never materialized. And so luck was in his favor. And then, of course, he gets injured, which is a catalyst for us acquiring Rowdy Teles, who joined the team and is all of a sudden a world beater. And really, honestly, I thought Dan Vogelback would have been hitting the waiver wire at some point, at any point throughout, since last offseason until now. And the Brewers, to their credit, have kind of found a spot for him still. And I think it really was awesome to see him get that opportunity to hit that grand slam um, after what the season he's been through and how he's been able to maintain himself as a Milwaukee Brewer for so long. It's kind of starting to remind me of Tim Diller staying in the organization for so long. I mean, can't get rid of this guy. And if you just, I mean, he's just born to be a Milwaukee Brewer, if you ask me, so. Yeah, and we'll have to have that debate maybe after the season. What's the greatest game of the season? I think that this Cardinals-Brewers uh, game from Sunday definitely ranks right up there. I, I am kind of leaning towards that that Cubs-Brewers game that we mentioned before with the seven-run comeback uh, and then winning by seven runs only because that was like the beginning of the end for, for Chicago uh, this season, which was awesome. The Brewers and Cubs were pretty close in the division at that point. So we'll have to have that debate at some point. But hopefully we're talking about like, you know, playoff wins and World Series wins is part of that discussion as well. It does feel like that one win against the Cubs pretty much ruined their franchise for probably the next decade. So that's pretty exciting. No, nah, man, the next century. What are you talking about? It's the Cubs. A <laughs> <laughs> um, couple quick things, courtesy of MLB about Vogelbach. Um, just about that hit anyway. Um, it was, let's see here. It was his last um, it was a pinch hit walk-off grand slam, the first one in Brewers history. Uh, so that's kind of exciting. And it was the eighth walk-off grand slam and the first for the Brewers since Ryan Braun did it, September 25th, 2008. I believe we attended that game. We were, I think I might've been drinking in the parking lot, but um, after work. So that was kind of exciting. Wherever you were, uh, you were definitely the, drinking. So, Well, yeah, had to. Um, yeah, it was the first time that the Brewers won a game trailing by four runs in the ninth inning um, this season anyway. So that's exciting. And it was the 30th of all time in baseball history, ultimate grand slam, uh, which is a 
uh, walk-off Grand Slam when you're down by three. So pretty exciting stuff there. Ooh. We spent all this time talking about first uh, first base here with Rowdy and Bogobach and Kessinera. And um, believe it or not, that might be the weakest link on our team. Um, so, you know, if, if it's doing that well, you got to kind of have to be happy. Props, props to you and the uh, and your intern, Scotty, for pulling those stats out. I like that. Yeah, it was a lot of work. My interns did nothing. Now they're the ones drinking. <laughs> awesome. Well, I mean, I think I think on our next podcast we'll be going more in depth on some questions we may have about the the playoffs and how we're going to line up our rotation, how we're going to line up our our roster and all that stuff. But I really feel like this is without hands down one of the best Milwaukee Brewers clubs put together going into a playoffs in our 50 year franchise, 50 plus year franchise history. So that's exciting. And I mean, everyone around baseball is talking about us as legitimate world series contenders. And I have not heard that ever mentioned about the Milwaukee Brewers probably since 1982. And I didn't listen to anything like that back then. I just found yeah. out, I found out at the time, Oh, the Brewers are in the world series. Cool. Um, back then. So, I mean, yeah, this is pretty that awesome. Was your first, that was your first spring break year, Craig. You were busy, man. <laughs> Absolutely. So, um, all right. Well, I, I, I would, um, I've got something special planned. I know this is one of Scott's favorites, but uh, I want to get right into it so we have enough time because even though we call it the rapid nine, um, we let Scott take his time and really form, formulate a really good answer for each of these questions. So we've yeah, got nine innings of questions here. Craig, let me let me throw out one more quick nugget here. You, you guys are really going to appreciate this, and I, I, you could throw out guesses if you want, but I just wanted to say in the last month, um, just to talk about like how great the depth is on this team, which is something that like it has basically been the downfall of just about every losing season of of our franchise, unfortunately. Um, in the last thirty days, um, guess who the top three position players are in OPS for the Brewers? Like you could just throw out one name if you want. Yelich. Great guess, but no. I'll it, say, it, I'll just say Urias. My hint was throwing out like how, like talking about the depth of this team. Um, Pina. <laughs> Manny Pina, absolutely. Pablo Reyes and Tyrone Taylor. I mean, it just goes to show that, like, the role players on this team are, like, really stepping up at the right time. It's great. That's awesome. All right. It does seem, like, yeah, pretty phenomenal. And, and, I mean, you got to give kudos to our front office. And and, and one thing I think that gets kind of lost on one name that doesn't get enough credit, and I know everyone thinks that David Stearns has done such a phenomenal job, and he has, uh, and he's now the president of baseball operations, that Matt Arnold is, as our actual GM this year, has done an unbelievable job, obviously, in tandem with Stearns to create, to formulate this ball club that will be heading into the playoffs. Absolutely. So, I right, totally agree. Here we go, guys. Big first inning. Um, go around the horn. Wait, who? Scott, do you want to start yeah, off each inning or do you want? We'll, we'll, we'll switch it up. Okay. Let's have Scott start off this inning. Um, in your opinion, who are the Brewers' most who's the Brewers' most valuable starting pitcher outside of the big three this year? Most valuable starting pitcher. <clears> hmm. <throat> um. I don't know. I mean, 
I guess I'll go with Eric Bauer just because he's made great strides. Like we've seen some of this from Hauser before and we knew he was capable of it. Lauer was kind of a question mark kind of going into this year. So I'll give him the, I'll give him the credit. Um, I'm going to go with Hauser only because I think that we're finally starting to see him reach some potential. I mean, this is a guy who first made his debut with the Brewers in 2015. So we've been waiting for a while with him and I think that we've seen flashes, but um, what really sealed the deal for me was his last outing where he had a complete game um, shutout. Just incredible. Uh, first time in a while for a Brewers pitcher. Really Roll off, though, great, great, great answers. I know you guys are anticipating me saying Brett Anderson. I don't want to disappoint you guys, but I'm going to go with Adrian Hauser as well. I mean, he just pitched the, the Brewers' first complete game shutouts in seven years, I believe, which is really mind-boggling. Um, and, and yeah, he's, I, I thought he entered the year as someone who's probably the most likely to possibly lose his spot in the rotation at some point. And he's held, he's just had a great season. And I think he's really made strides in his own development and awesome to have him on our team. All right, here we go. Second inning. Um, who's the Brewers most valuable reliever not named Devin or Josh? Hmm. Um. Boxberger still done some really great stuff in the seventh inning. I, I know he kind of had a rough outing the other day, but uh, there's been so many people in the bullpen that you could give that to because they've been so well um, for the last couple months. But Boxberger's kind of been there from since opening day, so I'll give him the credit. Um, good question. I'm gonna go with Cousins uh, and an honorable mention to literally everyone else. <laughs> Yeah, Cousins is a great pick. I think his ERA is still well under one, and his slider is just filthy. Um, what a weapon we're going to have for him in the playoffs. But um, I'll, I'll change it up and go with, I, I think, our team leader in wins and among the NL league leaders, and that's Brent Suter. I mean, he's a left, He's one of our only lefties yeah. out, there, out there in the pen, obviously, besides Hader. And uh, we throw him in in any situation, usually in the middle of the game, and um, he really holds steady. And keeps us in the game, and that's why he's able to get so many wins. He comes in when very close games, keeps the Brewers in it or tied, and the Brewers end up coming through for him and getting wins. So, I mean, really valuable guy to have on the team for sure in the middle of the bullpen. Um, Hunter right. Strickland's name has to get thrown out there, at least as an honorable mention. The guy's been amazing. Yeah, absolutely. All right, third inning. Who has been the Brewers? Best non Willie Adamas trade acquisition this season. Um, I think um, Escobar kind of has. Uh, he's he's only been here a little while, but he's already made a great impact. The guy can just hit. Um, well, trade acquisition like it had to be this season that we traded for him, because if that. Not the case, just the guy we acquired via trade. I'd go with Narvaez. Oh, sure. That's fine. Um, I'll go with Rowdy Telez. I mean, again, when Volgoback went down and, you know, it's, everyone was thinking, well, here is going to have to come back up in the minor leagues, which we did actually bring him up briefly, and he was still horrifically bad somehow um, and really was not ready to contribute for us. The Brewers made that move, didn't give up much to get him, and um, – I mean, not only has it been a fan favorite, but he really got hot for us at a time when we really needed him. And I think he's one of the reasons why we've got such a big lead in the division. So I'll give it to Rowdy. All right, here we go. Fourth inning, guys. Um, besides the Los Angeles Dodgers, who obviously have a stacked lineup and added Scherzer and Turner, two of the best players in the leagues at, at, at their 
on offense and pitching to their lineup on top of that. Which uh, NL team, as a Brewer fan, would you want to most want to avoid in the playoffs? Um, wow, go ahead, Scotty. Um, boy, that's a tough one. I mean, I don't know. I, I think I would have said the Braves before Acuna got hurt, but um, now, believe it or not, man, the Reds are really they're really playing well right now. No, they're not. <laughs> you really do I not mean, like the Reds, man. Is... <laughs> no, overrated. I, I don't know the. The starting pitching is still good, um, and the, I think some of that, some of their bullpen issues, you might be able to hide in the playoffs if you can get, um, you know, a little bit more out of that starting rotation. So, um, and their offense is still solid. Hey man, if the if the playoffs also include the World Series, right? Postseason generally, I'll say Tampa. I think they're really a tough team. Um, if we're talking just the NL side of things, I I actually think that the Giants are really a good team, top to bottom. I underrated them going into the year, but having watched them play a couple of times and um, just kind of seeing that they've got some depth around the roster and, uh, you know, guys who are really stepping up this year, I'll, I'll say the Giants. I'd actually am more scared of the Giants than the Dodgers. I'm surprised fair, none of us... everyone underrated them. So it's, it's okay. Yeah. Kind of surprised none of us picked the Cardinals, but I really think they'll be left out. Uh, um, and also another thing that probably will get left out possibly, but uh, also I would be a little bit scared to face because of just – their high upside stars would be the Padres. I mean, Blake Snell's really turned himself around and almost threw two consecutive no hitters. Uh, they do have you Darvish and Musgrove. I mean, who's also thrown a no hitter this year. I, and, and in the middle of their lineup is still pretty tough. I, I'd be a little leery about facing them, but I'm confident the Brewers are the best team in the NL. That's for sure. So, all right, here we go. Fifth inning and uh, maybe we can pick up the pace a little bit here, guys. Uh, who will be the Brewers? This is looking beyond 2021. Who will be the Brewers 2022 first baseman? Keston Hira, Rowdy Telez, Dan Vogelback, or someone else? Someone else. Yep, someone else. Okay. I'm going to go with Keston Hira. Telez... Okay. I think Telez or Vogelback, I think one of them will still be on the team next year, but I don't know. We'll see. I thought one of you guys might pick Ryan Braun, but oh well. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I said someone else, so. Oh, yeah, there you go. Okay, that's right. It wasn't, <laughs> wasn't even a choice. Um, sixth inning, which Brewers outfield prospect will have the best career? Garrett Mitchell, our 2020 first-round pick, our 2021 first-round pick, Sal Freelich, or our international signee, Ed Burr Perez? Um, I'll say Freelick. I don't know. We'll see. It, it's so hard to tell. I don't know. I, I don't. Yeah, I think it's really hard to rate these guys. Um, I'll go Perez. I, you know, I, I think they all have really high upside though. And I, I'm kind of giving a non-answer, but I guess if I had to pick, I'll, I'll go Perez. But yeah, I think Bear yeah. Mitchell will be, have a great career. And I was hoping one of you guys would pick him so I could pick Edward Perez, but I'm going to also go with Edward Perez. Um, but most likely it probably will be Mitchell. <laughs> we'll all be wrong, but no, Edward Perez has a huge upside in my opinion. All right. Seventh inning, um, predict how many Brewers will finish the 2021 regular season with 20 plus home runs. Just looking for a number. Don't have I to name them. For... And this has to be a quick answer. 
Scott. I got to look at some stats here. I don't no, know no, 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 no. Quick right answer. Take, take your time, Scott. Don't worry about it. I'm fine. 20, 25, 30. How many? I don't know. Come back to me. Scott, you can't use your intern's help on this. Okay, wait. You said 20 or more home runs? Yeah, just the number of brewers, not the, the actual number of home runs, but the number of brewers that will have 20 plus home runs at the end of the season. Two. Okay, Vince. I'll say four. Okay, I will, also, I'll go with three. And uh, my guess is, well, first of all, just for our fans, um, Gar we already have one. Garcia has got 25 ready. Urias has got 19. I'll think I'll have another one. And if Willie Adamas gets back in the lineup, he's got 17. He's got an outside shot on it. I'm not sure who's even fourth, but I'm pretty sure. We'll see. Um, oh, yeah, but I guess, right. I guess no, the point. Right. The, the intern gave me some bad stats. Colton and uh, Narvaez are, are tied with 11 following that. So, yeah, it's going to be three or, or less. I guess the kind of the point of my question in the inning is that it's really hard for me to it probably take a long time to look back at a contending playoff team with this few home run hitters on it, I guess, in the I, past 20 I think, years. I think the 87 Cardinals are the last one. Okay. Um, eighth inning, the Brewers franchise record for wins is 96 games tied in both 2011 and 2018. Will the Brewers break the record this year? And if you say yes or no, tell predict the number of wins. Um, I'm going to say yes, and I'm going to say 98. Uh, that's what I was going to say, too. Uh, so I'll go yes and 99 just to be different. Okay. I'll say yes and 97. <laughs> All right, here we go. Um, ninth and final inning. Name the date that the Brewers will clinch the NL Central. Keep in mind that it will most likely happen during – which is pretty cool during our 10 game homestand. It starts on September 17th and ends on the 26th of September against the Cubs, Cardinals, and Mets. So try to predict the date, the actual date in September where the Brewers clinch the NL Central. Boy, this is a lot of work. Let me tell you. Just throw a date out, Scott. Don't look at a calendar. I just gave you all the info you needed. All right. 21st against the Cardinals. I'll say the 19th against the Cubs. Oh, interesting. Well, I know we don't like to have the same answer, but my answer was actually the same as Vince says, 21st against the Cardinals for two reasons. Number one, I actually have tickets to that game and would like it to be that day. But also, also the 21st of September is featured in the song September that exact day by Earth, Wind and & Fire, and I will be playing that song all day long at the Brewers Clinch. Hey, Craig, uh, breaking news. Uh, Lena and I are coming up that week. Oh, nice. We've got oh, tickets for the 22nd. We've got uh, tickets for the 22nd uh, already, but um, uh, maybe the 21st should be on the, the docket as well, but we are taking a trip up. So. Awesome. Yeah, let's go to the clenching game together, Vince. That's awesome. Uh, Scott, come on uh, back to Wisconsin as well. And while you're at it, bring your puppy and stay here while you're at it as well. Bonus question. Will the Brewers finish with, uh, or where will they finish record-wise, like ranked-wise, um, in the NL 
for the most wins? Like, will we finish with the best record, second best record in the NL? Ooh. I think we're going to beat the Dodgers in the number of wins. And I was just talking about this uh, with our anonymous source, Tom Carter. I know that, and I, I'm proud of us for going the entire show without saying his name, but, uh, and this will be off the record, but our anonymous source, Tom Carter, was just telling me that um, he's really predicting that the Dodgers are going to finish one game behind us in overall number of wins. Scott, I'm glad you asked. Uh, after having that but will the Dodgers win um, their division? Because the Giants, I don't know. Well, that's what I'm saying. Second four, I think the Giants are probably going to over, you know, keep keep up their total. I think that the Giants are going to finish with like one more win than we do somehow. But um, anyway, that was according to Tom, so I'll I'll take that as, as gospel truth, Tom Carter. I'll I'll, I'll predict the Giants pick, finish with 98 wins and the Brewers with 97 and Dodgers with 96. I'll go with that. Unfortunately, but whatever. We're still going to make the World Series. This is going to be awesome. So hopefully you guys are both back in town for it. That'll be awesome. Oh, yeah. Well, I'll definitely come back if, if we're in the series. Uh, I'm, I'm pledging that. And if the Brewers happen to play the Astros uh, in the series, uh, you two both have an open invite to come on down to Houston uh, for, for any road World Series games. We'll obviously be wearing our Brewers gear. So uh, it'll be awesome. I know Scott's already committed to doing – just that, so I will hope to be joining you guys. Well, and to all the Brewers employees, it's only like an 18-hour drive from Vegas, Scott. I'm sure it'll be fine. Just I know you like driving, so that's true. Um, to all the Brewer employees that are listening, um, I did apply for a position there. Um, if you could um, maybe expedite that and see what you can do, pull all the strings that you can. I appreciate it. I think everyone. Uh, all of Wisconsin appreciates it. If you can do anything about that. Um, if you're just a fan and you just want me to work at the Brewers, um, you could call them and tell them that I'm really good and that they should hire me, but I don't want you to lie to them. And, and by asking for that on a podcast, Scott has just crossed off one of his two required contacts for job seeking to qualify for unemployment benefits in Nevada. Oh, wow. Nice job, Scott. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, looking forward to an awesome September followed by an even better October. Um, hopefully you guys can all, we can all share it together. So in the meantime, and when I say share it together, I mean all of our listeners as well here on Brooker Review Podcast. Yeah, don't forget to give us a follow, Brooker Review 1 on Twitter, and uh, keep e- emailing us those questions. We'll get, a, get to them on our next uh, podcast, Brooker Review Podcast with an S at gmail.com. All yeah, right. and guys, I noticed a couple more five-star reviews that came through, and I just want to tell the fans, I mean, you guys don't know what that means to us. It's so incredible. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank, thank you, Chad. Thank you, uh, Tom Carter and our anonymous source. Thanks, uh, Vikram, for all your help on the show. Thanks, intern. Go Brewers. All right, stay classy, West Ellis. Stay classy. Go Brewers. Go Brewers. Do, 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 do.